Welcome into the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hetzler, joined by my favorite co-host, Tyler Smith. Tyler, week three, buddy. Are you excited for week three? Uh, Very excited, Matt. Some under-the-radar action this week. And I can't wait to discuss it with you. Favorite co-host, though, that's uh, that's quite the honor. I appreciate it. I know. I know. Uh, you know, not the best slate of games. But in no. college football, that seems to be like when things really happen. Havoc mm-hmm. starts to just crush teams. And I, I'll tell you what. There's some games. There's a lot of top teams playing on the road this week. We'll see if they can get out of it unbeaten and continue on for a quest for a national title. Let's get right into business here, Tyler. Opening drive, we're talking about the best games out of the group of five. And you get the first one, my friend. Oh, yes, indeed. Number 20, Washington State versus Houston. Friday night thriller on ESPN. Washington State's offense after two games averaging 58.4 points per game, Matt. They're on fire, but they haven't really played top-notch condition or competition. Houston's offense will test Washington State's D with King and company, but Houston's D is not ready for the high-powered offense of the Cougars. Cougars get the W. Uh, I agree with you, Tyler. I'm on I'm on Washington State myself. Uh, they're gonna put up a ton of points. So, all right, on to the next one. This is a big one that I actually really like, and we're gonna go to you for it. Southern Miss at Troy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, this is a good test for both teams. Vegas has Troy as a two and a half point fave. It's gonna be a good one. Like I've said in the past, though, about USM, I talk about them every week. USCM, that offense, is it's pitiful, Matt. It hasn't improved. We haven't seen anything that gives us any promise. This will be a true test to see if they can get on track. Troy, however, is putting up massive numbers on offense behind Barker. I don't trust quarterback Abram Abraham for Southern Miss. Give me Troy. I'm going to go Southern Miss on this one. I actually liked what Southern Miss did against Mississippi oh. State. Boo, boo. So, uh, I, I, you talked about that Troy offense, but they probably haven't seen a defense as good as this one for Southern Miss. Give me the Golden Eagles agree. on the road. And let's get into this one, Tyler. I am, I'm actually, this is another one that I really like. Ohio, mm-hmm. a little bit of a letdown last week at Pittsburgh. They travel <sighs> to Huntington, one of our favorite places to go, facing the Marshall Thundering Herd. Marshall. Long week, Tyler. They had to fly out to Boise, played a sloppy game, and you know I'm sure they had to be a little disappointed in how they performed. Now they got to fly all the way back cross country, and they got to take on a really good Ohio team, a team that I have winning the MAC. I, I tell you, I like Ohio here. I think they're going to bounce back, and I'm concerned with Marshall being able to put up points, even though Ohio's D. Not the best. Pittsburgh really got to him. Uh, but give me Ohio here. Matt, I'm going to agree with you on this. I, 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 I'm going to agree with everything you said. I'm going to take Ohio as well. I think the Ohio offense will probably get back on track with this game. All right. How about this one? 
little late night Saturday night. Hawaii taking on their third straight P5 team and Pac-12 team. Can they make mm-hmm. it a 3-0 start when they travel to Seattle to face the Washington Huskies? Well, Matt, you do have the 2-0 Pac-12 team Hawaii that, I mean, I love these guys. I love them, I love them, I love them, and they've been looking great so far. And, Matt, I know you're happy about the season total here with Hawaii. I told you. I told you. You were a little weary on it. But, hey, look at us. Big wins over Arizona and Oregon State so far. Nick McDonald has put up big numbers so far this season. If Hawaii wants to come out of this game with a win, Matt, he will have to have zero interceptions, which has been a struggle for him so far. Washington. Washington has fallen to Cal last week. They're looking for blood in this one, Matt. Hawaii, that defense, I'm a little concerned for this one because Washington is such a force. Cal's defense is extremely strong. Jacob Eason back on track after a poor performance. Poor, 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 poor performance versus Cal. Washington hey. gets the W. Yeah. I, I, Hawaii's a big underdog in this game. 22 points, which seems crazy to me. Massive, huh? I know. Uh, I mean, I'm going Washington to win as well, but this could, be a, this could be a game. And I would actually enjoy being able to turn it on fourth quarter and seeing if I can get a 3-0 start out of Hawaii. That would just be insanely great for for everybody. Uh, Last game here, going Georgia State, the surprise team in the Sun Belt, on the road to Kalamazoo to take on Western Michigan and the the Broncos. Tyler, I think this is where Mm -hmm. Georgia State gets their first loss of the season. They won in Knoxville, but they will see a better team in Kalamazoo. Wow. Georgia State, last week against Furman, Tyler. Ooh. I believe they gave up 42 points. That's yeah, not good. Yeah, not good. And Western Michigan, they got absolutely demolished. Uh, gave up 600, almost 600 yards of defense, uh, I mean of offense to Michigan State. So the number's a little skewed because Michigan, Michigan State's good. I think Western Michigan slows down Georgia State. Wassenick has to be has to be on this game, and I think Western Michigan wins a comfortable game, and it's never really, uh, never really just upset uh, upset here because Georgia State ten point dog. I like the Broncos to get it done. What do you say? Ten point doggy. I'm gonna roll with the team that keeps winning. Georgia oh State. Yep, I'm gonna roll with them, Matt. I know you love Western Michigan. I understand why, but Georgia State. They're just winning, baby. Win, baby, win. Not concerned about their uh, lackluster performance last week, I see. Well, I mean, they came off of a thriller there in Knoxville. It, You know, they just overlooked the FCS squad in Furman. They're ready for this road test. All right. Well, let's transition on over to our favorite segment, the pick six. Six games we're going to pick against the spread. And let me make this clear again. We're not actually betting these games. We just pick six that look pretty good, ones that we don't want to get mm-hmm. in-depth with, and we put the lineup there. So first game on the menu here, Tyler, Alabama, 25-point favorites on the road in Columbia to take on the Gamecocks. 
And Tyler, I didn't know if you knew this mm-hmm. or not. The last team of the SEC East to beat Alabama, the 2010 South Carolina Gamecocks. Mm, was that uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Co.? Uh, I would assume so. Uh, okay. I didn't. I didn't go all the way back and look, but I'm pretty sure Stephen Garcia oh. is a quarterback. Oh yeah, Stephen Garcia, man. He ah, oh, that was some exciting times in the SEC. Oh yes, it was. So Alabama leads the all-time series ten, <coughs> ten wins to four. They're going to add another one here. Tua and Judy are just lights out right now. Both are on my Heisman list. Najee Harris looked good in his game back uh, for South Carolina. Helinski, he stepped in, but again, they played Charleston Southern. So I would ignore anything that happened last week. And they still have major issues on defense and major issues on that offensive line, Tyler. Alabama's going to get to them early and often. They're going to disrupt the true freshman quarterback. And I think Bama rolls here. I would cover, I would take the, the 25 points here. I'm right there with you, Matt. Roll, Tide, roll. I don't see any reason for South Carolina to be in this game. Outside of it is at home, but there's no, no, not going to happen. Bama, cover. Matt, how about this one? Miami, Ohio at Cincinnati. A thriller here for the for the Battle of the Bell. What do oh, you yes. think? Oh, yes. The, maybe one of the, the better rivalry trophies in all college football, Tyler. The victory bell. Mm-hmm. we got to go all the way back to 2005 to find a Ooh. Miami win. Cincinnati has won 13 in a row, and they're getting pretty close to tying up the series, Tyler. Miami with a slight edge, 59 wins to the 57 wins of Cincinnati. I'm going all Bearcats here, but I, uh, I, Miami, they, they played a tough schedule to start out. Uh, went, and went on the road, played Iowa, um, but... I, I, just, I don't see how this Miami offense is going to put up any type of points on a very good Cincinnati D. I mean, that, that game last week against Ohio State just got away from them quickly. Uh, I want to see if Warren is 100% because uh, that's pretty key. They need him in the run game, and Ritter needs to have a bounce-back performance. Uh, I'm going UC here, but I will take Miami and the points at 16.5. Wowzers. Wowzers, Matt. Miami, Ohio, I, I believe both of us thought they had a good chance the past few years to beat Cincinnati, but they've always come up short. Some crazy things always end up happening. This year, I don't think it's going to be close, Matt. Miami, Ohio comes into this game with their best wide receiver, tight end, and running back banged up. Will they play? Will they not play? I don't know. But one thing I do know, Matt, Matt, Cincinnati is covering the 16-and-a-half. Bank on it. All right, bank on it. Um, I'm going to throw this one to you, bud, because I know you enjoy the Battle of Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh traveling into Happy Valley. Penn State, 17-point favorite. Yeah, I remember when this these matchups were um, set in stone, and you know, it was pretty exciting. You know, Pittsburgh, Penn State get to play each other. I couldn't wait to see it, and let me tell you, it's been nothing but lackluster, and we're going to see more of it this year. Matt, do you remember last year's score? 51-6. to 6, Penn State <laughs> beat them. 
beat him down into the ground. Look for more of the same this season. Pitt hasn't improved on either side of the ball. Kenny just threw another pick. Pickett will not see a lot of success versus Penn State defense. Sean Clifford should have no problem versus Pitt. Penn State covers. I'm going to take Pitt in the points. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'll take You're the out of your mind. Points, Tyler. 17 you, for the Pitt Panthers. Um, you remember Penn mind. State was losing to Buffalo last week at halftime. At halftime. Who cares about halftime? Nobody and, and cares about halftime. Just, if Buffalo didn't serve them up two pick sixes, it would have been a close game. I think oh Buffalo my. actually outgained Penn State last week, which is a, that's uh, fine. a cold stunner. Um, that's fine. That's let's fine. Move on. Not, let's move no on. Concern. Battle of Colorado, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Air Force at Colorado. Three-point favorite for Colorado. Yeah, just just a three-point line after beating Nebraska. I mean, three points, man. What does that say about Nebraska? Oh, man, all these all these folks that had uh, Nebraska winning the Big Ten West, they got their hopes shattered. Back to this game real quick, Matt. Odd. It is a bit odd to have uh, two teams playing each other this early that have a similar opponent, okay? Now, Colorado beat Colorado State 52-31. Air Force beat them 27-19. Now, Colorado at home with how their offense is performing should be enough to eke out a win. I'm going to take Colorado minus three. I'm going to take Air Force here in an upset. I'm, I think Air Force wins this wow. game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Trip, I mean, uh, it, it, yep. That makes sense because Colorado, this this will be a good game for them to falter. They beat Nebraska, lose the Air Force. Uh, exactly. And, uh, I mean, they're going to control the clock for Air Force. So if they can keep that Colorado offense off the field, it could be a long day for the Buffs. All right. End of this one here, Tyler. Ohio State on the road, 15-point favorite at Indiana. Tyler, you got to go back to 1988 when I was born oh, to find the last same time. Here that Indiana beat Ohio State. Ohio State's on a 23-game win streak. Crazy. And they're going to roll in this one. Mm -hmm. Give me Ohio State. Huge. Uh, I don't even really want to talk about it much because I just feel like Dobbins and Fields together, they're going to get it going. The Buckeyes D is playing lights out. And Penix Jr., the quarterback for Indiana, Tyler, he's got to be on a short leash because he has not looked good. If they almost gave up 400 yards to Ball State, oh man, it's going to be a long day in Bloomington. Give me Ohio State big. I'm um, I'm with you, Matt. I don't know if if Vegas plans on Ohio State only having 10 guys on offense in this one. I don't see how the line's minus 15. Give me Ohio State big. I actually heard it's the the, the shortest, or I should say, smallest line in this series for like 20 some years that seems Ohio impossible a 50, a that seems impossible i know wow i don't get that one-sided but indiana's actually covered like seven of the last eight crazy but not this i year. remember that that week one opener a few years back that was a pretty good one yep had them on the road. north carolina at wake forest matt wake forest the favorite in this one minus three and a half which you got to wonder, North Carolina with wins over South Carolina and Miami, and somehow Wake is still the favorite Thursday night game 
and thankfully, Matt, this isn't on the ACC network, so people actually get to see Wake Forest. It's exciting. Well, yeah, because it's not an nope. ACC conference game. I know, I know. It's a it's a non conference conference game. Very odd. North Carolina is on fire right now. I do have, like I said, they were my trending up. One of my trending up teams. I'm liking them. Wake comes in. as well. The UNC defense has been much stronger than expected. I didn't see this coming. Wake has the best offense. Wake has the best offense they've faced yet with Jamie Newman at quarterback. I'm going to be taking Wake minus three and a half. And you wouldn't have, if you would have told me that many moons ago, I'd have been crazy. Hey, right there with you, Tyler. I like the Demon Deacons in this game. So. We agreed on what? One, two, three, just three of them. We agreed on only three. So three and three. We'll see how that uh, that plays out next week. Let's roll on yeah. over to first down. We're going to talk about a couple more games here. Uh, you're kicking this one off. Stanford at number 17, Central Florida. Big non-conference game. Finally getting a P5 uh, a team down there, Tyler. How are the Golden Knights going to do Oh, how are they going to do? This is this is my playoff. This is uh, my borderline playoff team here. UCF, UCF, UCF. This Knights team is off to a great start, Matt. And the quarterback situation, we got Gabriel. We got Wimbush coming back healthy. Mac Jr. cleared to play. They have three starting quarterbacks that Stanford would love to have. Through two games, Gabriel already five TDs. Good news for Stanford fans, Matt. Costello will be back under center this week. Thank God for them, because if they didn't have him, it was going to be ugly. They do, however, miss out on their best O-lineman Little, as he is done for the year. Tough break there. For Stanford, though, Matt, it's all about the run game. They're averaging only 104 yards per game. UCF currently allowing only 70 yards per game. If Stanford wants to win, they have to get the run game going. The Knights are the more more talented and skilled team in this matchup. Plus, this is at the bounce house. Give me the Knights! I'm right there with you, Tyler. uh, Yeah, losing Little at left tackle, it's just absolutely huge. Um, Huge loss for Stanford, even more so than K.J. Costello. Um, Yep, I'm with you. UCF is going to roll in this one right here. Whoa, I love your confidence. Oh, I know. I mean, and it kind of sucks because now we're going to hear like, oh, big teams need to come play us. We can beat the big teams. Stanford was a big team five years ago. So um, let's yeah. move on. Unfortunately, you can, you can finish your thought there, Tyler. Unfortunately, Matt, Stanford is coming into this game. A li- Not only are they down and injured, but this is probably the worst Stanford team that we've seen in years. And unfortunately, it had to be this year. Uh, that is true. So, all right, Tyler, here is a game. little Big 12 SEC clash. Kansas State traveling to Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State won the game last year at Little Manhattan. So, there's a lot of, lot of concern, Tyler, on Mississippi State side for me. Tommy Stevens, number one, quarterback. Is he going to be 100% in this game? Because I actually am surprised with how well Kansas State has played in the first two weeks. Especially my guy, James Gilbert. He's off to a hot start running the ball. And Kansas State, 
They're running for about 350 uh, yards per game. Yikes. That's going to be tough to stop. Uh, my biggest concern with Kansas State, quarterback play. Skyler Thompson, not the best with his arm. So if mm-hmm. Mississippi State's D, especially the D-line, can stop Gilbert and company from, from uh, running the ball and put them in some long third downs and make them throw the ball, it could be a long day for Kansas State. However, on the flip side, I like Kansas State's defense. They're looking pretty good. They have to slow down Kylan Hill. He's actually leading the SEC right now in rushing. Um, I just, I'm concerned if Stevens is not healthy enough because we're going to have to see Thompson come in and play. And that could go either way for me. So I'm going to take Mississippi State here. If Tommy Stevens plays, if he does not play, Tyler, I'm going to swing over to K-State, and I'm going to take the Wildcats in an upset. Ooh, upset city. Matt, this is this is just a weird game for me, I got to say. It's a weird game, and I will, I will say, I think a lot of us are very surprised at how Kansas State has played this far. But this, on the road at Mississippi State, tough place to play. I'm going to be taking the Bulldogs, quarterback or no quarterback. All right. All right, let's hop on into second down, Tyler. Oklahoma at UCLA. Yikes. Tyler, you were expecting a 2-0 UCLA coming into this game. Um, 100%. I'm just going to be very short here. I I would love to go more in depth to this game, but here's just a straight-up fact. UCLA is awful. 239 total yards of offense. DTR, not a good quarterback. They've only run the ball for 62 Jeez. yards a game. That's not going to get it done, even against a somewhat not great defense from Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, he's on fire. Oklahoma's offense, on fire. 709 total yards of offense. UCLA's not going to stop these guys. Huge win. Oklahoma blows them out. Chip Kelly starts 0-3, and... Uh, We'll see if he makes it out of year two. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Matt, those were uh, those were straight facts. And here, here's the sad reality, Matt. UCLA is having to hand out free tickets to this one. Free tickets for a game versus Oklahoma. UCLA, that is embarrassing. And I'm right there with you, Matt. Chip Kelly's going to be over there looking at this Oklahoma offense, salivating about how bad he wishes he was coaching that team. Oklahoma is going to hang 60 points on these Bruins. It's going to be ugly. All right. Tyler and I agree with that one. Bloodbath in Westwood. Yeah. That's right. a bloodbath guarantee. Well, no shit. Uh, number 24, USC. On the road in Provo. This is a sneaky good game, Tyler. How do you see it playing out? Yeah, yeah, this is a good game. I'm actually pretty excited to watch this one. I believe it's the 10-15-er on ESPN, if I'm not mistaken. Excited to see Sullivan again in action. I'm loving this guy. Still waiting for a breakout game, though, for Zach Wilson for BYU. While they have... Uh, they, I mean, they somehow managed to get that win last week. Zach Wilson was really not that great. Hard to see this being a game as the Trojans' D has been solid. They've been solid, Matt. USC will be facing probably the strongest defense they've faced. Toughest one they've seen all year, I'd have to say. 
SC gets the win, moves to three and O, looking at old UCLA and laughing their asses off. Hey, I am a little bit concerned. Uh, the true freshman, he's a true freshman, correct? Yes, he is. Yeah, going into a hostile environment like BYU, uh, this is like one of the toughest ones for me, Tyler. I yeah, think it's I'm tough. just gonna go Trojans just based on talent alone. But trust me, I would not be shocked if uh, BYU pulls this one out. I wouldn't either. I think I think this is one of the better games of of the week. Honestly, I, I really like this one. Yeah, it was too. And, and I put this down last week. You know, I make these this list a week ahead. It, it, it probably should have been a little bit further down. Should have maybe been a third down game. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, let's hop. Uh, let's go uh, onto our betting segment here, Tyler. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe your best bet lost last week. Yeah, it did. Yes, it Nebraska. was Nebraska, correct? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah, mine Embarrassing. lost as well because oh, uh, Mark Stoops decides to just try to run up the score instead of taking me. Uh, and he goes in and scores against the cover. So uh, that was great. How rude. I know. How I mean, rude. Why, why you got to show up Eastern Michigan like that? And then on top of that, Eastern Michigan. Agreed. Eastern Michigan went right down the field and had a shot in the end zone. And, yeah, they didn't get it. But at least they had a shot. Um, so I'm going to start here with my best bet, Tyler. I'm going to take Louisiana Tech minus 10. Mm. I was eyeing on that one. Were you? I think that yes, was a good was. game. Uh, playing Bowling Green, possibly one of the worst teams in the MAC. Give me La Tech to cover that spread. Good pick, Matt. I'm going to go with Duke minus six and a half at MTSU. I'm not buying MTSU as a good team. Yes, they did score 21 points versus Michigan, but what we've seen out of Michigan so far hasn't been that promising. So give me the Dukies here. Only six and a half points. Yep. Uh, that was a little, little surprising to me, Tyler, but it is a weird spot for a P5 team traveling down to uh, the G5. So uh, my upset pick of the week, Ohio plus six. I think they went out right. But uh, taking those points right there, getting six points, crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm Matt. I am taking, I know, I know. And guess what? These guys might be dead to me come next week. But I'm taking Arizona in the upset over Texas Tech. I'm not sold yet on Texas Tech, Matt. I'm just not sold yet. And I think Khalil Tate's going to get it going versus the old boys at Texas Tech. Well, you know, uh, I was really high on Texas Tech coming into the season, so this would be a good test for them. Uh, that is one we disagree on because I like Texas Tech. But oh. my super dog here. pick of oh. uh, double-digit dog, Hawaii is my team here, 22-point dog. They can honestly win this game, but I'm taking the 22 and that'll be good enough for me. How about you? Well, we've kind of already talked about it, Matt. We've talked about it. Georgia State, 10-point doggy. I'm going to be taking Georgia State here to pull off the upset over Western Michigan. All right. that's a Dan Ellington and the boys get it done. All right. Uh, I, I don't see that one happening, but hey, <laughs> more power to you. Let's get on Thank into you. third down as we are getting close to wrapping this bad boy up. This looked like a better game 
preseason. Number one Clemson traveling to the Carrier Dome to take on the Syracuse Orange. The Syracuse just lost by 40 points last week. So, Tyler, is there any chance that the Orange can dust themselves off, get back up, and fight to win against the Clemson Tigers? Uh, Cues have no chance, man. Okay, okay, no chance. And, and, and sadly, this is the ABC night game, which I always look forward to, but I'm not, I probably won't even turn this one on. This should be on the ACC network, baby, so we can't watch it. But honestly, Matt, the only thing I'm looking forward to in this game is to see if Lawrence can break out, and I think that Dabo's going to want that to happen. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see DeVito for Syracuse at quarterback. He hasn't proven much in the first couple games. If you if you wants if they want to make a statement, I mean this is the stage to do it on national television, but it's not going to happen. Cues lose. I agree. He has to. Trevor Lawrence has to break down this game because he's off to a really slow start, and if he wants that Heisman Trophy, there's about five other quarterbacks in front of him that have looked so much better, and. He's got to be. He's behind running backs. He's behind wide receivers. He's behind those quarterbacks. He's way down there right now. So, Trevor Lawrence gonna have to have a big game. Get going. Clemson wins big. I agree with you, my friend. And let's get into the SEC here. A key SEC East showdown, Tyler, as the Florida Gators, ninth in the country, travel to Lexington to get revenge on Kentucky going down in the swamp last year and ending. That 31-game winning streak for the Florida Gators. Mm -hmm. Florida's ready to start another one this Saturday. But Kentucky has looked better than what I was expecting in the first few weeks. Sure, they played a couple MAC teams, but they played some pretty good MAC teams. They're not playing the Bowling Greens and the Akrons. They played Eastern Michigan. They played Toledo. Now, granted, those two MAC teams hung around with Kentucky. I am concerned still with Felipe Franks. He has to not make the big mistake that just swings the game in the favor of the other team. And that running game, it's non-existent right now, Tyler. Like, I think they're running for mm -hmm. 140 a game. I mean, it's not good. Not good. Not good enough. <clears throat> the D played pretty good against Miami. They got the... Uh, uh, they, they, Terry Wilson, somewhat like, like the freshman from uh, Miami, his head, uh, his uh, name is, I can't think of it right now, but uh, the D has to be able to stop Wilson with his feet, and and force Wilson to throw, because if Kentucky can get rolling with Smoke and Rose in the running back, uh, that's a nice one-two punch for Kentucky. If they can establish a running game, Kentucky is going to have no problem fighting, uh, bound on the outside. And Wilson will be able to have time, and he can make those throws. If you hurry him, that's when he struggles. So Florida's D-line has to get after it. We, look, we saw how they did against Miami's O-line. I think Miami's O-line is better than Kentucky's O-line, to be honest. So it could be a long day for the Kentucky offense. Uh, Kentucky defensively, I don't think they're going to have a problem shutting down this terrible Florida rushing attack. So they're going to have to be able to stop the wide receivers. Jefferson... They did lose Tony last week. That's a big loss for Florida. Florida was a little banged up. It was very banged up, actually, coming into this game. I originally was just all over Florida in this game. I've had to take a step back, take a breath, 
clear my head. I'm still going to take Florida, Tyler, but I think it's going to be a hard-fought game, and it's a good thing Florida played Miami early, and it was a close game, and they were able to get out of it because they're going to need that experience in Lexington this Saturday. Uh, give me the Gators, but in a close one. Dun, 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 dun. I've got some breaking news for you, Matt. Terry Wilson's out for the season. What? Yeah. T- Terry's out. Ooh, I'm, I definitely missed that in my pregame notes. Yes, you did. What Terry the, Wilson to out. I believe it was a collarbone oh, well. uh, issue. Oh, yeah. well, oh torn, uh, Florida's going to win big. Torn pet, uh, tendon. He tore a tendon. So, yeah, he's out. Sawyer Smith comes in. Transfer from Troy, Matt. Now, uh, I think I think you're going to like what you see out of Sawyer Smith in terms of what he can do with his arm. But, yeah, Florida's going to win this game. It's not even going to be close. Give me the Gators. Yeah, I, I want to apologize to our listeners. Uh, I must have missed that somehow. But, uh, yeah, okay, that's Florida. Wh- that's why I'm your favorite co-host, Matt. Hey, I appreciate it. I I mean, all I had to do was follow my guy, Matt Jones, here, Tyler. If I just would have looked at his uh, Twitter, would have saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I- I'm slacking, guys. I'm slacking. Get the alerts going. All right. Yeah. Uh, fourth down, Tyler. The big game in Iowa, the Cyhawk. Do you want to mm-hmm. take this one first? Let's, let's drop it to you first. All right, Matt. Uh, the biggest game of the week on FS1. Yeah. FS1, so I hope everybody has that channel. I I need to see that great Iowa defensive line step up in this one, Matt. I mean, I know you got burnt pretty bad. You got burnt pretty bad preseason for those defensive line rankings when it came to Iowa, and so far they haven't been that great. Only two sacks, four tackles for, lo- for loss. Iowa State coming off a bye week. I think that's important to note. Stanley for Iowa. He has been strong at quarterback, and I do trust him, Matt. I trust him, and I trust the defense as well. Iowa win this one in a tight one. Ooh, Iowa. I like that pick, Tyler. I like that pick. Thank you. Iowa on a four-game win streak in the series. And Tyler. Mm Mm-hmm. Nate Staley, my guy. He has been great. He's off to an awesome start this season, Tyler. And on top of that, that offensive line for Iowa, NFL talent all over that line. The defensive line for Iowa, Ooh. NFL talent all over that line. This is a loaded been that great. Iowa team. Loaded Iowa team. Now, I will say this. They have to be able to establish a run game against a very good Iowa State D-line, and Iowa State's linebackers also great. So, biggest key here, Iowa's great O-line. I mean, great. Probably, I didn't have them top 15 in the country. I was wrong, Tyler. I was wrong. They're at least better Mm. than Tennessee, who was in that list. Wow. Wow. Uh, Embarrassing. uh, I think Stanley being able to, to, he's off to such a good start. I think he's going to, I would say it's going to have to play press on these wide receivers and not, not let him uh, beat them deep because he's got a cannon, Tyler, a cannon. I, I could talk about Nate Stanley all day. I'm going to move on from him. Oh, I'm just going to keep Lord, going. yeah. I know, he's like the my Stanley man. Train. He is my man. 
Um, Man, that's something. Now, on the flip side, Purdy for Iowa State. Also, they didn't show much in that first game. I mean, triple overtime thriller. I think they were just trying to not open the playbook too much, not give anything away. Coming off the bye week, which I'm not sure bye week is uh, such a good thing to have in week two, especially when you're ready to play this Iowa mm-hmm. team. Um, they got a three-headed monster running back uh, committee, Tyler, Iowa State. That defense allowed just 34 rushing yards against Northern, uh, Northern Iowa. Now, granted, doesn't have a great offensive line like Iowa. But uh, the key, battle in the trenches. I know it's so cliche, but in this game, in a game that's going to be low scoring, it's going to be who wins in the trenches. Iowa wins this game. But it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Low scoring affair. Mm -hmm. And I picked Iowa State, I think, two years ago. They almost pulled it out, Tyler. Mm Mm-hmm. This is yes. the year. If they're going to win it, this is the year. they got to get it done now because Iowa's going to be good for many, many years. And i tell you, it's got to hurt being a Cyclones fan. This would be a fifth straight win for Iowa, Tyler. Ooh, fifth man. Win. I just Kind of hard to believe. How about this great news for Ames, though? College game day. Never been there. First time ever. I mean, that's going to be an electric atmosphere. I wanted to go. I was actually going to text you the other day and be like, let's go to Ames. Oh, my. But then I looked at how far (laughs) Ames was from us, and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that's not going to work. And tickets for like 200 plus, so. Yeah, we're not going to be able to work that one in. And, Matt, um, you're not allowed to mention a trio of running backs unless you mention Louisiana's because they're the best in the business. So scratch that on Iowa State, okay? Don't don't be talking about them. I, I'm Louisiana's just saying they got a running back by committee. They got three well, guys. No, no, no. We we only com- we only talk about one trio on this podcast. Okay, it's the boys from Louisiana, not Iowa State. But this is going to be a thrilling one, Matt. And you know, maybe if we got tickets like two months ago, we could have we could have maybe made it. But yeah, that's a that's a hell of a drive. Hell, it's of, a drive. hell of a drive. And it's the just the game time. Trying to get there for game day after working on Friday, just just no shot for us this year. Uh, but I would love to get out to to Ames one year, and I'd also like to go to Iowa City. So, all right, Tyler. Hey, anything is possible, man. That is a wrap on the week three preview. Ooh. Do you have anything you'd like to add before we go? I hope everybody tunes in to the thriller that's going to go down in Boston College, Kansas, at Boston College on Friday night. Ooh, that is a rough one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope nobody tunes into that one. But, Matt, let me tell you something. We got we got some Twitter accounts here. At the Hets, Twitter account from Matt, at Arena Fanatic. Twitter account from myself and at CFB Talk Podcast. Now, Matt, on these Twitter accounts, let me tell you, there's one thing we don't do. We do not ask for retweets. You know, we got all these college football accounts out there. Retweet if your team's undefeated after week two and retweet. Oh, please spread the word. No, that's not our style. You know, if you want to retweet our stuff, retweet it. We appreciate it, but we're not going to go out there begging. We're not on our hands and knees. Oh, please retweet our stuff. No, that's not us, Matt. No, we got good content too, bud. 
Yeah, we try to get some unique content out there. We're not just putting out the, you know, traditional stuff. Like, I put out who would you like to see at head coach for Tennessee, and I listed Butch Jones, Derek Dooley, and, uh, oh, and Smokey. Yeah, Smokey, and Smokey actually came out the winner. So Smokey should be the next head coach of Tennessee, according to the fans. You should have put John Gruden in there. Oh, get the groomers going one more time. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear those again because we know Pruitt's going to be out. But, yeah, Matt, that's just a little something-something on the Twitter. Uh, We are also on iTunes. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify. Those are two of the biggest podcast uh, centrals in the world. So you can find us there. If you do and you like it, you can leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And a rating as well. Send any questions you have to us uh, on Twitter. Just send them in and we'll answer them. Because we're like that and we care about the fans, Matt. We care about the fans. We do. And I'd like to throw in one more thing before I go. My notes okay. I write. I write hand notes for these. Hard to read sometimes. Embarrassing. Uh, Deshante Jones, Iowa State wide receiver. I had he is the new Hakeem Butler. So watch out for that guy on Saturday. I had to make sure I mentioned his name because he could play key in an Iowa State victory. So, all right, bud. You want to take us out? That'll do it for the Week 3 Preview Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and good night!